This week in Wishful Booking, it's WrestleMania. It sure is. It's WrestleMania time, right? Woohoo! Yes! Woohoo! <laughs> we are actually more excited than that probably sounded. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's up, dude? Happy WrestleMania. What's up? Happy WrestleMania to you. Why, thank you. Um, we do this all the time, and this is this is the big... This is our WrestleMania. Well, yeah. This it's is our everyone's podcast version the of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Oh, this. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is Wishful Mania, technically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our third annual, I think. Here we are. Yeah. Time flies when you're podcasting and having fun. Sure does. Um, We have, obviously, a lot to talk about. The matter at hand, WrestleMania, uh, with the roughly 100,000 matches on it, featuring roughly 800,000 superstars, by my count. I could be a little bit off on those numbers. A tad. Mm, Maybe a smidge. There's about 15 matches. (laughs) I actually counted the amount of people in it for fun today. There's about, uh, well, there's 15 matches, that's confirmed. Is that all? Um, And then about 87 85 to 87 superstars featured on the card, including the Battle Royals. See, that's crazy to me. That just seems like red flags should be flying up left and right. You know, when you start approaching that many people booked for the show, you know? Like, when you get to 50, 60, like, okay, guys, this is getting out of hand. Everybody clearly can't be on this show. What are we doing here? Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I mean, but if uh, you're right, but I mean, I thinking I'm just I'm th- having this thought right now. I'm not going to go and look up numbers or whatnot. But whenever I see the cards for like New Japan's, um, what's their, what's their, why am I blanking out Wrestle here? Wrestle Kingdom. Thank you. Um, they have quite a lot of matches, and they also have a lot of like six man title matches and battle royals on like their prelims. So yeah. I don't think it's a foreign concept for a major wrestling promotion to have a lot of talent featured on their show. Okay. It's just that the fact that it. The way they're featured makes it feel uh, last second and hurried, yeah. which ruins it. That's yeah. the problem, yeah. I think. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this as we talk about through the card, obviously. But So we're going to be just going through each match and trying to get it all in about each match while we're on that match. Match, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, because I have obviously thoughts about that, but we'll just... Well, I mean... Yeah, go ahead. Do you want to? Do you want to kind of like lead us through? Because I kind of sure. some of, some of my stuff is reacting to what you sent me. Some yeah. a, lot, a lot of it is just like, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, we're gonna start off with the kickoff show, and we have obviously the two battle royals, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and the uh, what I like to call the Fallopian Tube Trophy Battle Royal, um, <laughs> o- o- or whatever that the shape of that weird women's trophy is with the ribbons hanging off. Um, yeah, that's and good. Also, on the kickoff show will be Buddy Murphy defending the cruiserweight championship against tony nice oh you're sure so, about um, these as the kickoff matches the battle royals have been confirmed i didn't watch 205 live last night but i mean i come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? yeah it's probably a safe bet <laughs> i'm gonna go off on a limb and uh just assume that it will be no safe um, bet. which does leave i believe what, what a 13 match main card which is a lot uh but it has been yeah. average not saying that's okay but that has been about the average the past few years uh WrestleMania 31 only had, I believe, nine matches on the main card. Um, yeah, see, that's that's more reasonable. Yeah, opinion. definitely. <laughs> so just going down, um, the uh, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese, I think they're obviously going to have a great match. Um, I hope and think that Buddy Murphy will retain. Tony Nese has been a heel for most of his 205 Live run, and 
him becoming a face, I feel as though is Triple H throwing a bone for him, kind of sticking. He's one of the originals who came with the original Cruiserweight Classic. Right. So um, I, I don't see him winning. He's not over with the fans, really. Um, I think it'll be a great match, but I'm pulling for and predicting Buddy Murphy to retain. This is an odd match for Mania, right? Um, yeah, I mean, they had a Cruiserweight. They, they've been building it for a while. They've had a tournament for the past month. Um, I was surprised when he won. Yeah. Oni Lorcan is now a member of 205 Live. I thought that that would have been a pretty good thing. He's kind of over with maybe not a Mania crowd, but, you know, the more indie crowds. Um, yeah, I mean, Mania crowd. I thought that was the, the uh, direction they were going in with him winning, but um, yeah. he didn't. Apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to go ahead and go with Murphy, too, because you seem pretty okay. confident. Yeah. Then we have the Women's Battle Royal. Um, we have essentially every woman you can think of confirmed for this, um, except for Becky, Charlotte, Ronda, Sasha, Natalia, The ones Bailey, with matches? You know, the, all the other women with the, matches. Right. Um, See, uh, Lacey, you called this the Fallopian Tube uh, Battle Royal. I'm, I actually just called this the Women's Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Sorry, ladies. Okay. That also works. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Lacey Evans is not confirmed for this Battle Royal, which makes me think that they're going to pay off all of those months of her doing nothing by winning this. Oh, see, for me, I thought the payoff would be she comes in at halfway through and everybody stops what they're doing and jumps her and throws her right out. Yeah, that seems like the payoff now because she's, Um, for for me, she's pissing me off. It's it's gotten, I mean, not her, but just the decision to be doing this is is gotten out of hand. um, And then some. Agreed. I think that's kind of the point, but I I, I think you feel that way. Probably not the reasons they want you to feel it. Is that accurate? Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's the case. It's the same spot they did with the Iconics at the Evolution Battle Royal, where they all kind of ganged up on them and threw them out. Yeah. After yeah. they, like, berated everyone in the ring. Um, I, I just, I don't think it'll be Asuka. I would love for it to be Asuka. I just can't see it being Asuka after this past week on SmackDown with that major 18-person mixed tag match. That was one of the weirdest Dude. booking decisions of Dude. maybe this year. Seriously, man. Yeah. Asuka in, yeah. Asuka in this total shithole Battle Royal and in the shithole that was on Thursday night, that was just a travesty. And to learn that, for me, that was how I learned that she would be in this battle royal. I was like, oh, God, this is just heartbreaking. Um, and I feel, honestly, I feel like her, the way I feel with Braun about the men's, I don't know if winning it, I kind of feel like not winning it would be better in a weird way. Am I crazy there? Like I say that one more time, that, that her winning it would be weird? Her winning that it, her not, not I, I kind of feel like, I'm not sure what would be better, her winning or her not winning the Battle Royal, just because it's a nothing Battle Royal. Like, there's no, like, there's no facade, even. There's no thin veil that, like, oh, you know, the winner of this. No, it's nothing. It's a nothing Battle Royal. It's, you know, her winning it just tells people that she was in it this year is, I guess, what I'm getting at, <laughs> you know? Um... Yeah, I think it, it. Yeah, I think the entire battle royal becomes almost just a way to help Oscar retain what she lost. No pun intended. It I would like her to win wishfully. It can't help her retain what she lost is gone, and she stands oh, to gain nothing. You know. Oh, I, I agree. It's a leftovers totally leftovers battle royal. Yeah, um, and I am semi excited to see what NXT people are in it because there's only uh, thirteen people confirmed, and I'm sure that there will be some NXT UK and NXT women. So that's always fun for me. Yeah, and there's like. A lot more. There's like 30 guys confirmed for the men's, right? Or am I crazy? Uh, exactly 30. So that's a pretty big disparity. I think it was 20 last year for, for the women as well. I think 20. Oh, really okay. For Only for the yeah. Rumble, it has to be equal. It doesn't have to be equal. Yeah, I guess so. Who knows? Yeah. Those rules. Um, Maybe they shouldn't have had a four-way women's tag match, but in any case. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, either Oscar or Lacey. One of the two. Okay. Um... 
Yeah, I don't think Lacey. I don't think Asuka. Yeah, my, my only, I guess Asuka, because my only thought I had caring about this match and who wins it is whether or not it would be good for Asuka to win it. So I guess that's my prediction. Okay. No wishful booking. Okay. Or just that Asuka doesn't win it. Um, and then the men's uh, battle royal, right? Oh, yes. Um, so the major storyline going into this is with, um, can you say their names, please? I, I can't grasp Colin that. Jost and Michael Che from the Weekend Update on SNL. Yeah, from SNL, yeah. yeah. And obviously the Braun Strowman storyline, that's right. going to be the main feature of this match. Um, right. Which makes me surprised that it is on the kickoff. Yeah. But it is. Well, it is, you were it saying because it, it has the USA exposure. Yeah, and, and it just, again, my heart breaks for Braun Strowman because, and others yeah. that are going to be in this match. Um, but just, Braun Strowman should be wrestling at least like a, I, I mean, I, honestly, I think that Drew McIntyre was probably like the, you know, penciled in plan pending like Roman getting better. I'm thinking, I could be wrong about that. That would have been obviously a lot better off for Braun. And he, they could have just done something where these guys are like guest ring announcers and they say something at a turn and Braun has a thing with them after the match or something, you know? So he still gets mm-hmm. the rub, but like, and he can still interact with them on the way, but this is just, I, I can't imagine how he feels. Like, it, the biggest show of the year, it's like his, what, third WrestleMania? And he's wrestling with, he's working with non-workers primarily. It's just, it's just an embarrassment. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> can't disagree yeah. with that. Um so I think that um, I guess he hasn't won yet. So I, I think that he's probably the winner. Um, I could see them getting cute and letting either Colin or Michael win. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. So you might as well. The battle yeah. royal, the win doesn't matter. Wishfully, I, I'd give it to Andrade, even if it doesn't mean anything. It would still be a spotlight in the moment for him. Yeah. So um, that's my wishful booking for it. And also, dude, the Hardys. I mean, Andrade goes without saying. It sucks for him, but we kind of knew this by default. The Hardys, Jeff Hardy, both of them really in this match, like, and I just found out again on SmackDown. That's also that sucks, you know, because we thought we were gonna they were gonna wrestle the Usos maybe, and that would have been a way better match, right? Yeah, that definitely was the plan for at some point because the Usos cut that promo. Yeah, got us all excited for it. Yeah, get your shitty at the very least. Get your shitty plans together sooner, WWE. At the very least. Yeah, you know, definitely. Ideally, go with the good plan, but. At the very least. And also this Battle Royal and the Women's Battle Royal. Just give people time off. <laughs> you know, this is just backing up that argument. Just give some of these people time off. And, and hopefully they make the WrestleMania card next year. That's Yeah, I mean, keep in mind that there is a financial aspect to this for some of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying give them paid time off. I'm not saying oh, stop paying them and give them time gotcha. off. Thank you for that opportunity to clarify. No, I'm saying give them paid time off. As if they were employees, call them whatever you want. Compromise. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Okay, entering the main card, I have my order in how I would structure the show. I, I don't know if you want to do that. That works. But I have, personally, I have Roman and Drew opening up the card. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not a huge Roman fan, but I think that would be a pretty big... Also, to go from closing the last few years to opening, I could see that being a thing in Vince's head. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I could. Like I, a motivation I don't, for it. I don't see it opening, necessarily. I could more likely see, like, AJ and Orton opening, unfortunately, or maybe the U.S. title if it's even going to be that long of a match, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But uh, th- let's go in the order that you wrote down, just because, I, you know, we have it in this order. Cool. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Roman versus Drew. Yeah. Um, this past week on Raw, they had a nice tight segment outside of Roman, like, the camera staying on him way too long after he was getting up. That was awkward. Mm. Not as awkward as another moment on Monday Night Raw, though, which we'll get to. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I actually don't think it's the one that you think I'm going to say. 
Spoiler oh, well, alert. there's a couple to choose from. <laughs> there are, absolutely. <laughs> Just a couple. So my, I think this is a fine feud. I think Drew has been built up, kind of cooled down, but he's had a good year. He deserves a spot on this card. I'm mm-hmm. happy that he has this spot. Yeah. I think that there's been a sustain, you know, him battling with the shield and then taking out Ambrose, and you know, there's definitely been more attention paid to him. Off and on, yeah. But I am wondering why... Drew challenged Roman for the match at WrestleMania, and then the story became him wanting Roman to say no. So my question is, why did you challenge him? And B, this is like your only route to get on the WrestleMania card. So why would you want him to say no? Well, we know that they're, or at least we're supposed to think that they're not thinking about it like that or something. Like Drew would rather have the well, victory well, of, of Roman. Of, Drew would rather have the victory of Roman you know, forfeiting the match or not accepting the challenge in advance than to actually win a match at WrestleMania, which you and I both know he would obviously rather do. Um, yeah, that's an insane notion to think that he wouldn't. Honestly, dude, I think it's just more of the same. It's 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 not supposed to make sense. It's just supposed to give us reason to think maybe Roman won't win so that when he does ultimately win, it's, you know, a triumphant moment or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have Roman winning, definitely. Wishfully, I would have Drew win and build him up to face Rollins as the, as the first heel challenger to the title if Rollins would also wishfully win. So that's very wishful, but I'm fairly certain Roman will win. Yeah, me too. In fact, I'm pretty damn confident Roman will win. Yeah. The way the booking's gone, like it's been all Drew. But, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I like that idea, especially, obviously, uh, Drew Pinseth, which I'm sure you, is what you were part of what you were thinking yes. there. Yeah. Um, I I honestly just think this would be. I might have said it last week. It would be better for Roman ultimately to put Drew over at WrestleMania right now. I think. I mean, oh, I, I, I agree. Could just be my inner bias talking. I'd love to see Roman lose to this guy on the main stage. Obviously, so maybe it's that. But I honestly think, goodwill wise, you just came back. Yeah. You know, you're, you're taking up space. You're probably probably. I want to say you're taking up Braun Strowman's spot on WrestleMania. And you just take one for the team, Roman. It's overdue. Yeah, and I think Drew probably would have beat Braun. Oh, I mean, go down that rabbit hole. I mean, I, even if he did, that still would have been better for Braun than to be in this, you know, situation that he's that he's now in. Yeah, definitely agreed. Um, I think it's probably going to be a good match, though. Uh, the Andre Battle Royal. You're wrong about that. Now, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, hopefully, it's a good, like a brute strength kind of. You know, yeah. Hopefully, it's a, hopefully it's a, a good match. We know Drew can do it. So the question is. Can Roman, can can Drew do what Drew do to its fullest and make it WrestleMania worthy around Roman, who we know is only going to do a, a very select arsenal of maneuvers? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, next I have the Fatal 4-Way for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Boston Hug Connection versus Nia and Tamina versus the Iconics. Dude, we all know who's in the match. Come on. Versus the Divas of Doom. Oh, is that what they're um, called? That's what they were once called when they were actually a team back in 08. I don't remember um, that. I always remember yeah. their name being uh, Natty Neidhart and Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Well, that was also the name at one point. Um, Just once. I am, uh, I don't think excited is the word, but For I think this? this has potential. Uh, potential, yeah. For something, anyway. I really liked Slash. Well, I, I'm indifferent on whether or not I agree with having Beth Phoenix wrestle on Raw. I'm happy about it because I think it helped her work out kinks that I didn't even really see. Invisible kinks. I thought she looked pretty great. <laughs> yes. Couldn't resist. And I have an issue with when, and they did this on SmackDown with AJ and Orton, when they do a really cool spot on the go-home show that could have absolutely been saved for Mania. And I don't think that this match has a lot going for it to sustain the interest of the crowd. And a spot <laughs> like that definitely would have. Um, well, you know, added, they would have. Added to the chaos yeah. of it. 
Yeah, well, they they would argue that this spot going into it hopefully you know built some intrigue going into the match. Yeah, for the match. Yeah, I mean, it, yes, and 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 I guess in a way for me it did. <laughs> Clearly, I think it'll be fine. Um, you know, Sasha Bailey and Nia Tamina they had a feud going into this. The way they lost was kind of fluky ish. The way they introduced Beth and Natty was kind of natural. They just weren't that prominent of a tag team when they were a tag team for it to be like a mania thing for me. Yeah, random. And the Iconics, I think, you know, they were saying they wanted the, the, the women's tag team titles in SmackDown. Right. So that's been like a story for a few weeks now, and then they beat them. Yeah. So the way, all, the way the match came together, I'm okay with. I mean, I um, guess. I guess, but didn't, you know... Uh, Tamina and, and Nia have had several opportunities at the tag titles, and the Iconics did just not win the first match to crown champs, you know? Like, they, you know, though, I don't know. I feel like it could have been just the Divas of Doom versus Sasha and Bailey, honestly. The more yeah, I think I mean, about I'm it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Iconics fan, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be biased. I am too, um, but they're not going to win right. this match, and I think, I don't know. No, but I think the spotlight is big from, like, a career perspective. Yeah, and and they do no. work well, and and we've seen that the elimination chamber, uh, all those women worked hard in that match. So I, I think that we might get something, and it's it's a matter of how much time they get. If they can get at least ten minutes, I think it could be a nice sprint of a lot of kickouts, finishers, stuff like that. Yeah, you know but, what? I, th- uh, I have. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I have Sasha and Bailey retaining at the end of it. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet. Um, I was gonna say the reason that the Beth Phoenix thing happened and they didn't hold the spot, I think, is because. She's not. Their team's not going to win the titles, and and you know they, they they basically they wanted Beth to get a win, and maybe they felt that Beth doing that spot in a match that her team didn't ultimately win would have would have you know. But hopefully they have something at least comparable to it to actually do during the match at Mania for sure. Uh, but what yeah. I was what I was going to say a minute ago is you kind of just gave me a great idea because I'm thinking that, that right now really the for me the iconic strength is they're talking. And yes. I didn't mention this during the Battle Royal. Is Kevin Owens even in the Battle Royal, or is he not not even on the card? Uh, you know, sub-statement, not on the card is better off. He's better off at this point. Do you know? He's not on the card, yeah. and I am kind of okay with it. I'm kind of okay with it, too, but how about this? Announced or unannounced, a Kevin Owens show, and the Iconics come in, and they and they interact, and maybe even, like, Alexa Bliss, maybe Elias. This is where they do something with Elias. Maybe they all interrupt Elias, or... Something I'm trying to think of ways to incorporate people to still highlight what they do. Like these are all people who are good talkers. So maybe one big segment that was cleverly thought out. I wish I thought of this sooner. I would have actually tried to come up with a, a fun way to have them all interact. But that could be a you know for WrestleMania something. Uh, yeah, yeah, it could have. No. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it was just off the top of my head. I, I don't know. I don't I, think I, the I just, iconics. I don't think the iconics have been around enough for like that to be a mania moment for other people for me it would be because i love them <laughs> you sound thrilled about it but i don't know like kevin owens and elias i think is money alexa bliss would be money but i don't know i mean you could yeah. catapult the iconics that way and make exactly. it be a thing give them the rub but yeah yeah there's hi- highlight strengths is what i'm saying um yeah. but yeah so i i think i agree with you sasha and bailey are gonna take them home okay next we have the miz versus shane mcmahon in a false count anywhere match I feel so bad for Sanity because they not only lost the three-on-one, went from main eventing a takeover and having good matches, even on the main roster. Yeah, um, dude, Sanity has so much potential. And to have The Miz in all of this. The storyline, I, I hated it in the beginning. I was impressed with it. I still don't think the match is necessary. It's a waste. A big time. And my opinion will never change on that. But I think that they've done a good job. Shane is good as a heel. They did the right thing with Shane turning and not The Miz. All that's fine. He's getting good heat. 
Uh, but but my big issue with Miz being this valiant babyface, it just doesn't work, dude. It's too it's too sudden, seriously, and it's not good. Sanity was neutered. They're, they're not even in the Andre Battle Royal. This is how they were used. Oh God, for WrestleMania or not? Uh, yeah, season. that that makes no sense to me. Like, why would they even be on the Go Home Show then? I mean, to just be nothing, like you're saying. Like they really they they. <laughs> First of all, yeah, this Miz, the way he's acting is straight out of left field for this character. So yeah, it came way out of left field for Miz. In my opinion, going off what you said from before I was thinking about it, he should be trying to out dirtbag Shane. Like, I think he could still work as a face, like with all the sentimental stuff anyway, but in the special circumstances of he's actually facing the owner's son who's being a giant tool bag right now, like, I don't know. I, I really think that, you know, there could have been some 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 nice nuance there of him trying to actually... You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, I guess it's a last man standing match, so... Or, or not... A, I keep saying that. It's a, to, it's a, to, it's a, it's a false count it's a, anywhere match. It's a Viagra and a pole match. <laughs> I'll get this eventually. <laughs> wow. It's a false count anywhere match. So I guess, I, I don't even know how you would do that, but if it wasn't, he could be trying to, you know, do stuff behind the ref's back and stuff. And also trying to use Shane's tactics against him. Although I don't know how he could do that either. The main thing I wanted to say about this was, uh, the three on one with Miz. I was okay with this going into it. Thinking, I mean, of course, I'm thinking, I don't know if you were, that, like, Sanity's going to win, because they have to, but I should have been thinking Kofi Kingston, apparently. Miz started hitting his comeback. Shane comes out to not just further weigh the odds against Miz by making it a false count anywhere match, too, but he also kills his momentum in so doing, because now the heels are able to get the jump on Miz. Miz losing in that case, especially after some, you know, beating on the outside, maybe he tries to come back a little bit, but he ultimately gets thwarted. That would have been awesome, and... Like, I just, it would have made sense to me. This was comical, just like the Kofi Kingston shit last week and the week before. Not so much last week, but the week before, you know, with the, with the Kofi Kingston shit. Like, yeah, and I think you would have gotten uh, the Miz over more with that tactic. That's what I thought was going to happen yeah. when Shane came back out. Instead, this just makes me 100% convinced that Shane is winning now because Miz, quote unquote, got his win over fucking Sanity, who you're right is worthless after this. Sadly. Honestly, I want Shane to win at this point. I do, well, but that you that's, realize that's that makes him better than they, Sanity by proxy. I mean, I yeah, I don't I, I don't put you in really a real, in, in a real in tricky spot there. Yeah, personally, um, okay. I don't think he will, but but I but because I have no I I don't care if the Miz win. What what, what do I I want him to win for his father? I don't care about him. He's that's the personality of the chair I'm sitting in. Now that you mention it, they really haven't taken care to paint Miz's father in any kind of a good light in this. Because no, we haven't really harped on this. Face too. We haven't really harped on this, but the idea that Miz's dad didn't tell Miz that he he loved him or that he was proud of him until he won the fucking tag titles with Shane. I mean, you know, not even withstanding the fact that he's been WWE champion before and but all those ramifications and that, yeah, not even withstanding that. Just the idea that he hadn't like when he was growing up, you never told him you love, you never told your son you loved him. The fuck are you a monster? Like. You know, or that you were proud of him. Like, that's that just seems... Not a lot of thought was put into it, I feel like, you know? And meanwhile, between Total Divas and Miz and Mrs., I'm sure there's video of him saying love you or something to the Miz and that I wish yeah, there someone has could to just be. find. Yeah, obviously so. he really has. I'm just saying, like, in storyline, like, like why like why is this the source of fan sympathy for Miz? <laughs> I do think the Miz is going to win, though. Okay, I do think you're wrong about that. I think Miz got his win on Thursday. I hope Sandy. I am. All right, well, I, really I think I you're going to be happy then when Shane Could. wins. You hear what you're making me say right now? I think you are going to be happy when Shane McMahon when wins. Wrong. 
When Shane McMahon wins the match at WrestleMania, you're going to be happy. Well, get ready for when I say that I wish Aleister Black and Ricochet weren't on the WrestleMania card. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we've been saying that. Yeah, this guy's been so, making us say all this weird shit for weeks. Yeah. I have to wish half of my favorites weren't on this card. Go ahead. Okay, moving on to the United States Championship match. Uh, Samoa Joe defending against a temporary opponent in Rey Mysterio. Um, I texted you this on when I was watching Raw that I felt still like... Still talking about Cena? Yeah, Go ahead. I am. I really think that... Okay. I don't know. Even after the footage of Ray, I've seen someone take that bump and they the injury was part of the, the angle of the match and they acted as though they were injured. Um, I think well, Ray is going to be taken out. What do you, what, what are you, I, I'm lost. Catch me up. What are you talking about? When Ray Mysterio put footage on his Instagram of where the injury took place. It's a spot. What that, injury? Are you kidding? No. Ray Mysterio is injured. That's why he was, that's why him and Andrade never had a match. Oh, well I didn't. Okay. I just, that's thought, why I said, I texted you something about that, that maybe now Cena will come in. That's why I said it. Everyone's saying it. I'm not the only one. That's what everyone thinks right now. Oh, online. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Sense. So he's getting reevaluated at the end of this week to see if he's cleared for mania. Oh, yeah. I think I saw something about that, but I thought I'd heard that it was nothing after that. No, he hasn't released any type of thing oh, that I, I he's don't cleared. Know. That's I think crazy. It's a work. Because, because, you know, I figured Mysterio wasn't against Andrade on Thursday for the same whatever the fuck reason that Baron Corbin fought Rey Mysterio on Monday instead of Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. You know? Yeah, no, those are just two coincidences. It's funny, Melzer says that Vince didn't want either Ray or Angle to sustain a clean loss when you could have just had Baron Corbin cause a DQ. Yet what you book is Baron Corbin versus Ray Mysterio in the main event, and you have Ray lose clean to a transition move. I was going to say, did I miss something? Ray lost clean. What? Yeah, no, you didn't. You missed nothing. Yeah, what the fuck? So I think it was probably a dirt sheet just thinking that they were right. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it's possible that, that, that Ray is actually injured, but I've seen the spot where someone goes for a back suplex, they flip, land on their feet, they, like, get, you know, quote-unquote injured, it's part of the match, and then they work on the leg for the whole match. Um, I don't know. If, if it was that serious, the, the ref would have either called off the match or something. Um, oh, but maybe know. that's I, why the match ended with a signature move, now uh, that we think about it. Yeah, I mean, I they were also running out of time. Yeah, well, that was part. That was part of the reason because we also had a question as to why on earth this match would be the main event yeah. of the Go Home Raw sure to did. WrestleMania, as anybody who's watched the product for any length of time would. Um, I was thinking, well, for one, there is the third hour ratings yeah. drop off thing that's been happening lately, so I guess there's that argument for not doing the Ronda or, I mean, is Seth- and the possibility of an overrun too. Yeah, that, that, that was, was definitely yeah, that's, that's the other thing. So maybe between the, those two things. I don't know. I think, do people really stop watching in droves like that? Because I think that Seth thing would have been great at the end. Unless a lot less people were watching, obviously, in which case, never mind. Yeah, I mean, if I had my choice of the Seth thing or the Baron Ray thing, I would have picked Seth. But I still think the women's segment should have closed. And they should have just budgeted time properly. Yeah. See, I'm just thinking with all that craziness, like the time is what kind of rules it out to be to have been the main event. And also, um, it seemed a little unpredictable that all that happened at the second hour. Because I literally am thinking, like, wait a minute, are they like... Is it short tonight? Like this has to end the show. So it felt very <laughs> like it felt very like off the cuff, unpredictable that it happened there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That definitely. kind of added to the and we'll talk about it, but that added to yeah. the um I don't know, craziness of it, I guess. Right. But yeah, I, I I'm gonna go out on a limb and predict that Ray's not gonna wrestle and Cena will take his place and it'll be Samoa Joe versus John Cena for the United States Championship and Samoa Joe will, will retain. So your prediction if, if, your prediction. Go ahead. If Joe and Ray remains a match, which, by the way, yeah, it's very well. random. 
it's very random this match, and I do think that they had like two weeks of builds. Ray beat Joe, and then there was two weeks of like the random Dominic thing, which definitely would have factored into something. Of course. Um, uh, but I, if you look, a lot of these matches, just as a, as a blanket statement, if you look at this match on paper, it, it's a strong card. What gets bogged down is how they book the card. Like Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio, if that was done at like, I don't know, let's just say that Joe is a free agent and Ray's a free agent and AEW scooped them both up. That would be a major match. Yeah. Definitely. You know oh, what I mean? Well, or yeah, like New Japan. But we if both, Joe was in New Japan, well, that would be a big match. Yeah, but do you, do you are you also factoring in that? I mean, I hate to say it, but they would probably be better matches in either of those two promotions you just mentioned than they would in WWE. The match itself, you mean, or like there the match be itself? Options? I mean, because oh, because I agree with that. They're hand, I, I mean, especially in this case, because they're we know they're going to be time limited and and. I don't know who even knows the outcome, no, what it's going to be. I, I agree um, with that. I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that Samoa Joe for his first WrestleMania wrestling a legend like Rey Mysterio isn't that bad. What gets bad is when you look at how it was booked randomly off the cuff. That's the point I'm making. Oh God, yeah, it's a big yeah. match for him. It's, it's a, a big kind match of, for him. It's a kind of a weird match for me. It's a kind of a weird matchup for a card like WrestleMania to not have like a, a, a somewhat of a degree of story. Like, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. You know, but, justifying yeah. the match. Um, I agree with that. And also, I thought about it, it's, well, if, if the match happens, it was going to be weird anyway, That because Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 25 wrestled JBL for the Intercontinental title, so now he's wrestling 10 years later for the US title. That's kind of interesting. And he'll become a Grand Slam champion if he if the match happens and he wins. Yeah, a lot of ifs yeah. there. See, this is all yeah. new information to me, the idea that he might not be in it. And, uh, that surprises me that it's been like a pretty big, pretty big know. topic. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I, I don't know. Somehow I missed it. Over um, the weekend, they were saying that John Cena has a match that only really higher people up know. Uh, multiple reports said it, um, and that it did not involve replacing Baron Corbin in the angle match. People were thinking that it could be Elias and Cena in like an impromptu match. I'm still holding out hope for. Uh, which I guess I could say that here because Elias is a musical guest at WrestleMania, right? Which I think is funny because they actually have like legitimate musical guests, and I like that it's him. They have. plays into his like demonic, uh, not That's demonic. Uh, no, he's like authentic, word? like a, he's like a, like he's like a musician, like an right, act, like an artist. But 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 when somebody is like uh, deluded, oh, del- he's, like, oh right, delusional right. to think that he's like oh. you know headlining WrestleMania, <laughs> and, you know all that stuff. Yeah, um, I went the opposite way. <laughs> you did, but it was still accurate. I still think there's a chance of Taker to come out at the Elias thing at some point. Yeah, it's, it's not really for a booking. match. I mean, not I don't, for a match. Yeah, like a tombstone, an entrance and a tombstone, which is I think all Taker should be doing at this point. Apparently, he's been in the gym. He's lost 25 pounds for some reason. So I don't know. Oh. People are speculating that means something. What about um, a better idea? Again, off the cuff. What about if he shows up after Finn Balor wins the IC title and just goes face to face with the demon? I'd be cool with that. Is, yeah. it, is it setting up a match or just like a WrestleMania moment? Well, I, you know, I, I mean, wishful booking, setting up a match, you know, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I've always wanted, uh, like, Undertaker to come out at WrestleMania just to appear and then, like, the lights go out and stings there. And it isn't building to a match, but it's finally that, oh. like, stare down. I feel the like. stare you, down that we never got. I feel like you can't do that without teasing a match. I mean, at this point, at this I think point, I'm, yeah. I'm well aware that they, it, it, I don't even, I'm, I'm worried about them if it's a match. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Um, but it's not. But, but I think Joe will walk out as U.S. Well, I actually, Rey Mysterio is, is, is cleared. I wouldn't be surprised they put it on Ray, unfortunately. 
I well, I really if, if the match happens, yeah, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised. In fact, I think I t- I would tend to think. I mean, I'm going off of a lot of what I think is going to happen is kind of based off of the you know I'm going back to formula, the old uh, who wins on the go home, the opposite guy wins on the pay per view kind of kind of logic. I don't think they'll do that for every match. No, yeah, this, they this they year, never you do. Know? You can't. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I'm not doing it unanimously. I'm just saying like I'm kind of defaulting to it when I don't know one way or the other. And so, yeah. with that in mind, but uh, but you know, if Ray got injured, and maybe that's the only reason he lost the match at all on Raw, then that obviously throws all this out the window. But based on the fact that Joe won on SmackDown, he he lost on Raw. I was thinking he would win. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe the match won't even happen. And uh, see, um, it would be hilarious. Just one last thought: it would be hilarious if fate actually intervenes to execute the U.S. title match we all originally wanted to see, like wishfully booking. You know. Like I a, mean, well, fate intervenes, or maybe it was the plan all along to add some spontaneity to WrestleMania. It, it would be well, weird that they would do that to Rey Mysterio, though. That's the only reason why I'm thinking I'm that it, it isn't planned. If Mysterio's not on the WrestleMania card, there's no way this was the plan all along, because what a weird fucking plan. Yeah. <laughs> Too weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. And another match that uh, to transition that we thought John Cena would get, uh, Kurt Angle's last match. Um, another match John Cena have... would have been better for. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Um, first question I have, this is definitely his last match, you think? Uh, we haven't I really mean, talked about that possibility. I don't really think there is a possibility. Why, Dude, you're really, this, like, we, we, you know, you, we keep talking about, and I say we loosely, we keep talking about maybe somebody else is going to step in at the last minute. I personally really don't think that's going to happen, and I've been well documented on that. This is, are you, sh- oh, are you sure you're really just not? I mean, I don't want this to be Kurt Angle's last match either. Like, I, I, I mean, for his health's sake, probably it should be his oh, last I'm match. I'm asking in general. I'm not saying I have an opinion on it. I'm just curious whether or not, like, you know, people come back sometimes if you actually think this is it. I mean, maybe there's a chance that we get, like, a one-off five years down the road because it turns out there's been a miracle and he's walking a lot <laughs> better and standing a lot better. But <laughs> barring that, I don't think so. Okay. Okay, I think it should be his last match. Okay, I mean, but to, just to make it clear, yeah, um, I loved him growing up. He was he was one of my like initial oh my favorites. Yeah. Um, oh, what's not to love? He he was fucking awesome, and his TNA run is sick. If you haven't, I would definitely. I've seen is, some stuff. Yeah. I've seen some stuff. I mean, he was um, on drugs for a lot of it, but it still was awesome. The timing of it, I definitely think he signed a three year contract when he came back for the Hall of Fame. Looking at how he was there for the Hall of Fame, and then last year, and now this year, so oh, yeah. I think that contract wise, he's definitely done. Uh, and look, actually, looking back on his run, you know, it's it's clear that his wrestling has diminished. It was a shame that his return happened at that TLC pay per view because Roman was out. Um, oh, a God, lot of yeah. things didn't go as planned, but I mean, he was responsible for Ronda Rousey's debut match. He was involved in that beautifully crafted masterpiece. That's true. So he's he definitely had some highlights. Uh, you he, know, the Raw General Manager. It was refreshing having a baby face for a while until he was like fucked over all the time. But yeah. That, with like, that was nice. Yeah, with like no real direction, and also, I don't know, he just was able to get shit on constantly, and lately when he was just wrestling on Raw, to me that was like glaring, more so than it seemed to be to a lot of people. Like Jeff Jarrett just wrestling Elias on Raw. By the way, Jeff Jarrett versus Elias should have fucking happened at WrestleMania. I don't know if I'm the one taking crazy pills or they are, but the fact that that happened two months ago on random back-to-back Raws, and I, I only say that now to say... Kurt Angle, I, I obviously feel a lot stronger about than Jeff Jarrett. But in both cases, to just have them show up and wrestle on Raw is is just never made sense to me. It's fucking Kurt Angle. 
Like, you know, Triple H wouldn't just start wrestling on Raw again. Well, neither should fucking Kurt Angle. Uh, okay, I agree. But why not on, like, a pay-per-view? Because I have issue with no. the fact that you're okay with Jeff Jarrett and Elias having a match at WrestleMania, but you were very butthurt about Beth Phoenix taking up a spot in a fatal four-way match when other women are featured still, new and up-and-coming people. So why would Jeff Jarrett taking up a singles match be okay? Okay, first of all, I did say earlier this episode I'd rather have Beth Phoenix be one of only four people in that tag title match when all the smoke cleared. Yep. That being said, Beth Phoenix and Jeff Jarrett, I mean, one of them clearly has a bigger legacy, at least in my opinion, and there's the guitar parallel. Well, that's I mean, a not, 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 legacy. It's not an opinion. You're right. I'm not arguing that Beth Phoenix is yeah, but on I, a different I, level. I don't want to shortchange Beth Phoenix. Like, you know, she's not, obviously, she's done a lot, but... Yeah. Jeff Jarrett is just, and, and he was around like, like he's, you know, more of a legend because there's so much time passed between when he was around. And the whole guitar thing, I thought you would like that. Personally, I think it would be a way better spot for Elias on WrestleMania than just I just, just would have done open-ended, the Rumble spot. Open-ended playing music and you're going to get interrupted by fill-in-the-blank. Probably Hulk Hogan, spoiler alert. I just think I would have been happy with the Rumble spot being done at Mania when Elias is, like if Undertaker wasn't the one and Jeff Jarrett. Not a match. Unless it was like a very short impromptu match. Like, I don't yeah. want a match that's like built and scheduled as one of the matches on Mania. If it was like a random off the cuff match, oh, that's okay. Oh, you do a rock a rock concert, advertise both Jeff Jarrett and Elias as playing at WrestleMania. And maybe there's a little bit of back and forth on the build up. Have like Elias saying, like, oh, that'll be nice having Jeff Jarrett open for me. And Jeff does the same, but he's the legend. Maybe he calls Elias like kid. And then you obviously it, it boils over somewhat, and maybe it has a, they have a short match, unannounced match of WrestleMania. I think it would be nice for Elias personally, but yeah, no, that I'm all fine with. I just when I heard match, I thought it was like this one of like the matches at Mania, and I was like, no, definitely not. But that could, yeah, that yeah. I'm talking cool. about one of the shorter times by design match. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Back to Angle and Corbin. Um, the video package was great, and I have to admit that I got choked up while watching it, and yeah. even doubly choked up while seeing Angle's reaction to it. That was all very raw. It actually made me, and Corbin coming out, perfect timing, good heel heat. Uh, it actually made me like 1% more invested in the match, the way that segment went, up until they had to do the Rey Mysterio thing, and then it led into another match at the end of the show, and it was just way too much yeah. for a match that like no one wants to see. Like They did a good job with the one segment. Like, wow, okay, uh, people, I didn't want this match, but wow, like it's Angle's last match. This is a big deal. I want to see him take down Baron Corbin. Like I'm ignoring the fact that it's Baron Corbin. They did a good job in that. And then yeah. they like ruined it at the end with, with, yeah. the, with the match and the, the angle, getting the ankle lock and it was too much. Oh God. Yeah. But, the, um, I, for, I kind of forgot about that. The match. See, I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt that the Ray Mysterio injury happened and that screwed up the match because dude, otherwise Ray Mysterio comes out to like, you know, back up his boy, Kurt Angle challenges the cowardly heel who reluctantly accepts they have a match and the heel wins clean with his signature move like that. That just, there's no way to, you know, that has to be a, there's no way that could have been the plan. I mean, yeah, I, oh, I hope not. Yeah, I, I would love to know what happened. Yeah. Um, so Do you yeah. think Angle wins? I think he has to win, no? I mean, I guess that's one way to get heat for somebody, but I don't, I really don't think that's the kind of heat anybody wants, personally. Oh, I agree. I, I want. I think Angle should win. The other thing I was thinking of of why it could be planned is that if it's it, like Angle's last raw, really his last draw ever, that maybe Vince thought he owed it to him to let him close out the show 
It's the only thing I can think of. I'm not saying I agree with it, but like, yeah, but why not have the match about, against Ray closing out the show that you advertise then? Oh, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not sure that that is weird. And it's also weird that they assume that we all know that him and Ray are friends. Cause I wouldn't even have called attention to Ray at all. Oh, dude. Like the fact that it was scheduled, I would have just pulled the match and don't have Ray on Raw. Yeah. Why is he on Raw? He's, it was, yeah, it was weird anyway that he was scheduled, yeah. but like it's scheduled, so whatever. To have him just there anyway when, yeah, you're not mentioning the match, so I guess you expect us to forget about it. Why the fuck would Ray be there? And, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah th- as far as like talking about them being friends, like this company just whatever, whatever they need reality to be in this moment, that's what they're going to say it is. And they don't really care if you believe it or not. They sure don't. Like, they do that so many times with so many things. Yeah. Intercontinental Championship match. I don't have much to say about this outside of the fact that Vince even knows how to make me not excited for the demon. So thank you, Vince. Yeah, he's the Grim Reaper of nuance and mystique. That. ah, (laughs) It's a good impression. ah, Legion of Doom, right? Really, like, awful. Like, yeah. So unnecessary. Cringy. Like, that's the word. Demon was cringy. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. I wrote demon was cringy. These are, yeah, okay. My notes are in response to yours. Um, Guess I jumped the gun. It, uh, you know, I'm excited. I'll be there. I'm, again, I'm going live, so I'm happy to see the, so the, I hear. the entrance live. It's my first time seeing the demon in person. So, WrestleMania will be a cool place to see it. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think he'll win without a doubt. And I of really don't have anything else to say about the match. No. Yeah. I, I yeah. I kind of sadly agree yeah. with you. The thing on Monday was kind of reminiscent of the Bray Wyatt thing, unfortunately, with Sister Abigail to me. Yeah. Definitely. The only other thing I wrote down for this match was even Lashley deserves better than this, which should speak to how I feel about Finn's involvement, obviously. I mean, it's already pretty well stated here. Yeah. All um, right. Are we good with Ice and Title? Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Cool. So I have uh, AJ and Randy slot in like the middle of the show, uh, maybe at like the top of the second hour. Uh, well, no, not the second hour. Some are good. We're only um, at one hour into this thing. No, that's that's not realistic. At least after Bobby and Finn, which people aren't that excited for, I guess is my point. Yeah. Why would they be? So I am very excited for this match. I think that the build has been very subdued, but good. Uh, it, it could have been more, um, but I like the approach they took with it. It feels different from the other feuds. Um, I like that there's a distinct story. Randy has this history of being an anti-indie guy, and AJ is the indie guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. Indie 500. They had a, the opening promo a few weeks ago to set this match up was phenomenal. Uh, the KO show was good, too. Um, I, I, the, the drug test comment was a little out of left field for me. I think it got heat, but I just don't know. I didn't dislike it, but I, I just, I don't know. It felt a little jarring and Randy obviously approved it. I'm sure, but I just don't know if it was a necessary wrinkle is all. Yeah, no, I, I can, I mean, yeah, now that you mentioned it, it definitely was out of left field because, uh. I don't know. That's I think that's going back like pretty far into history, right? Yeah, literally over a decade ago at this point. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. he, Randy's doing that too with AJ, but still, like for the sake of it being a reference that people understand, totally. Well, it's all it's been about like work rate and getting to the company and status. You know what I mean? So to bring that up, just kind of even the story they're telling, it's it's not the same. Yeah. Like. Like the narrative they're saying doesn't really. Well, AJ, I, I don't mean, know. Yeah. said it in the moment. If I get you, why you said it, but yeah, because you know, if you give me an opportunity to fill in blanks, I'll happily jump all over it and say that uh, AJ was saying Randy like leaned on other people, and so I guess the drug failing the drug test thing does kind of lend to the idea that he was like, you know, getting help. I guess. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, it's a pretty thin argument, I'll grant you. <laughs> again, I don't know if they have a better RKO spot plan, but I don't know why they literally want to... I mean, I'm excited for the match in general. I think it's going to genuinely be good, and I like them both. But I think other people who aren't as thrilled were mostly excited for the RKO spot, and they did it on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. In like, fact... Why? Since the last time, because we thought we were they were going to do this at Mania anyway, um, I certainly thought... Like, I'm, I'm predisposed to, I think Randy's going to win just because Vince, in this situation, tends to go with the WWE guy when it's a story of WWE guy versus non-WWE guy. But, so I was already thinking that Randy's going to win, but they literally, thinking about it, two years ago when they fought for the title shot at WrestleMania 33, oh no, I must be thinking of a different match because Randy won that match. There was a match where AJ was going to go for it and Randy was going to do the catching RKO, but AJ had it scouted and he faked Randy out. And so with the thing that happened at Elimination Chamber when Randy caught him, like, actually coming off the ropes, like, didn't really catch him, I thought that the story, like, they kind of paid off that sequence on Tuesday, you know? Like, that kind of background under the surface story of that. So, yeah, I'm really curious to see, do they have a better spot planned? Like, because, again, I kind of agree with you. Like, otherwise, I don't know why they did it other than that um, they have a better spot planned. I don't... Yeah. And outside of the logic of who's standing tall on the go-home show, I think AJ will win this, regardless of that. I just think he's going to win. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, sometimes it lines up with it, sometimes it doesn't. Probably affects expectations more than results. Uh, Oh, I was going to think, maybe AJ fakes him out again, and like lands... A crazier move, like a springboard 450 splash? That's what I was thinking, Because Well, too, beat you to with it. that move. You did. <laughs> and that wasn't even in your notes, so... Well, I thought, like, well, the only other move that AJ does, 458, that would be, like, precise timing. Yeah, yeah, which, I It'd mean... It'd be like the shooting star, Evan Bourne-level shit. Yeah, he, he could pull it off, but it's just, you know, Randy has to not stay on the mat, because Randy's just going to, like, go for an RKO and, like, fall on the mat, so he doesn't have a lot of time that he can believably stay there to wait for the move to get in. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, I think Randy's. Gonna I'm excited win. though. Yeah, I'm excited. I, th- I think it's. I think it's a good addition to the card. Oh, I'm definitely. I'm definitely so, excited. I didn't I'm realize saying AJ. You said Randy. I'm saying Randy. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, Fatal cool. Four for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, Usos defending against the Bar, Alistair <laughs> and Ricochet, and Rusev and Nakamura. Um, <laughs> It's a big okay. match. It's the big, the big tag match that we've all been seen coming. <laughs> that we've all totally seen coming. Yeah, Vince included. It's obvious to them the plans just weren't worth the effort. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know why Alexa Bliss made this match. It would have been nice for them to include, like, oh, I got approval from Mick the McMahon's. Uh, well, not that she made it. I guess she said she's announcing that it's happening. So. Whatever. I still think it was weird to have her. Be she the one should to do have it. said, "Mr. M- yeah, by order of McMahon, he wasn't happy with you guys because like, that's what you're saying." Sorry, I don't mean to step on your toes. To again. add story to it. Yeah. Right. Well, they have that already. They there's a re- if you're gonna put the fucking tag champs in a four way match, which you could argue the odds are stacked against them, and you have a reason why that would be a punishment. Why not just connect those dots for us instead? We have to do it, or you. You did that, Jimmy. We talked earlier today that this was his thing that i'm just helping articulate yes it's too easy um with that being said it's another match that you look at it on paper and it's like wow you have the usos and Sheamus cesaro and alistair black and rick shea and rusev and nakamura and it's just a shame that they've been forced to think about these guys in lesser terms because of the way the match is booked it's not it's not even that i think in any terms i mean 
Maybe they could have told a six-week story that naturally built to this weird four-way match. But I think if you look at the talent involved, you see legit singles talents and, and two legit teams, all of whom deserve better for WrestleMania. They do. With that being said, I hope that they really knock it out of the park to shove it to Vince for booking a match like this on the fly. Does that shove it to him, though? That vindicates I mean, I don't him. know if he'll think that way, but I Dude. think that they could put on a phenomenal match if they're given the time. I'll tell you right now, it vindicates him. He, he thinks, you know, this happened because of me. People were talking yeah. about singles matches for some of these guys and Usos versus Hardys. No, these guys are having an amazing four-way match. Crowd is into it. This happened because of me. But, I mean, I guess you can have some people who argue if you have Usos versus Hardy, you have a part-time tag team, and now you're putting... It's a hard. It's a no, hard. I'm not no, I agree with that. No. It's a hard. It, it, no, you it have is, the though. top. Hard. You have the top. You have two teams that are crazy legacies in WWE. One, you know, they're from generations apart. This is exactly the kind of fucking thing WrestleMania should exist for, in my opinion. Talking about Usos versus Hardys, you know, Hardys have a I huge mean, legacy as a team. Have Usos like, have a huge legacy as a team. Say that again. I agree with you. That's how I also believe WrestleMania should be booked, and that's why I'm okay with a match like Triple H and Batista being on this card. But people have issues with the whole part-time, non-full-time, no. current crop being spotlighted at the biggest show of the year. Let me tell you what the difference between Usos versus Hardys and Batista versus Hunter would be. Have you seen the Usos versus the Hardys before? No. Do you see where I'm going? That's the difference. That's what I'm talking about. Not matches that we've seen multiple times already. Batista versus Roman Reigns, or Drew McIntyre, or Bobby Lashley, or someone better. Triple H versus, you know, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, uh, Drew McIntyre would be awesome. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, spread it around. Yeah, yeah, you you get it. Yeah, we're we're yelling the same thing at each other. Um, At least half the time. Alistair Black and Ricochet had a great match with the Revival on Raw. I thought that was going to be the match. So that's another logic issue I have is why they're now fighting for these titles. Yeah, well, um, you've thought that was going to be the match because that's the story they've been telling with Ricochet and Alistair yeah, Black. Yeah, that for I weeks would have been weeks. like kind of okay with too if that was the match for the Raw Tag Team titles. I still don't mm. think Alistair Black and Ricochet should be a tag team. Oh, no. But at least it was built and there's a reason for it to be happening. They shouldn't be a tag team. Yeah, but let's be honest. I mean, I'm personally not really missing that match. I think we both feel about Ricochet and Alistair Black, as we've kind of previously stated, that unfortunately they would be better off not on this card this year. Um, yeah. but what was I going to say? Uh, oh, has it dawned on you? Cause you're a hundred percent right. As, as we've talked about, they should not be a team that them being a team is about as inconsiderate as putting Baron Corbin against Kurt Angle in his last match. But have you noticed that the non-team thrown together guys are, they have probably have to be the first team in history to be getting a shot at the title of every WWE brand within the span of a week. Have you noticed that's happening yet? Yes, but they've yet to fight for NXT UK tag titles. I mean... Theoretically speaking. Dude. But I think... No offense to you. No offense to NXT UK, but the three main brands. I was being a little facetious. Um, (laughs) I missed it. That was good. That was dry. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I mean, like I said, I agree with everything said. With that being said, I think... It, not that it's a nice addition to the card. It's not. And not that I'm excited, but it, it'll be excited. No way. cool when I see it and all those people interacting if I remove all of these thoughts <laughs> with it, if that makes sense. <laughs> Turn off your brain and remove every single thought about everyone involved in the match. Should be a good time, that being said. And um, I think the Usos will retain. I kind of hope they retain because I think maybe Usos and Hardy could be the post-Mania match, despite it should being the Mania match. 
I mean, I, I almost don't even want to see Usos versus Hardy this close to Mania and not have it at Mania. It's such a Mania match. I don't. I agree. Um, I agree. I, I know. I know. Real quick, though, Ricochet and Aleister Black, is it me? Or, I mean, I don't want them to be a team. Again, just such a, it's a paradox thing of. I don't want them to be a team, so I don't technically want to root for them to win tag titles, except that they're going to have fought for all of the three main brands' tag titles in the span of a week. Shouldn't they at least have something to show for it? No. I mean, dude, come on. No, because then they could break up because of it, and then they're singles again. <laughs> I know, but say that happens. They'll have brought them up without a plan, teamed them up without a plan, now break them up so they can fight each other. But they've, what been protected in every, but they've been protected in every loss. It's a fatal four match. They're not getting pinned. They're getting counted out because uh, da, da, <laughs> Dawson is holding his legs. So right. they, Vince has protected them. Not the best word for it. In that sense. So I, in, I, in that I, sense, yeah. I'm, a, I'm okay with that. Not in terms of overall aura and appeal and understanding who they are. But in that sense, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Batista versus Triple H. Um, this was a really interesting way for the go-home feud to go, and I was kind of okay with it. Yeah, um, I like this. In a vacuum. I like the video package. I wasn't expecting them to show older footage. I like that they did. Uh, Triple H did, at some point, beat Batista in WWE canon, but not in the big moment, so I guess that's what they mean. Or yeah, they just but, don't want us to think that. Yeah, but Batista, the delusional heel, is trying to paint the picture that that never happened. I honestly, they got me because I didn't remember Triple H ever beating him. So yeah, well, I mean, me they wrestled more than those three times they showed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wish they um, would have made it clear that Triple H has beaten him. Like to, well, that wouldn't that wouldn't fit the story though. Oh yeah. God, this story makes no goddamn point. sense. Yeah, I guess you're right, but this really makes no sense. It doesn't. Overall, I think that everyone's done okay. Um, I think the Ric Flair thing, if it isn't paid off, is was a weird way to start the feud. I still like it, and I still think it worked in the moment, especially bringing Batista back as a heel. I mean, he was kind of, I don't know if it was because maybe he knew it was his last time on Raw, and this is a one-off, but he was, like, uh, clapping the fans' hands. You notice that? Oh, uh, no, I didn't, but... Yeah, he was, like, bowing on the stage and, like, uh, clapping some fans' hands. And oh, I saw To that. me, I was, like... I, saw, I, I didn't, see, I didn't see him high-fiving any fans. I, I did see him, like, yeah, bowing like, and kind of, like, doing the, like, kissing thing, like... Goodbye, yeah, no, he, he, he hit some some little kid's fan's hands. Hmm. Little kid's fan's hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, little kids were holding said, fans, and those fans With that being hands. said, I don't, I, if this doesn't go over 12 minutes and it has some good spots, some kickout finishers, and Triple H wins, well, I'm not saying Triple H needs to win in order for me to like the match, but I just well, think that's what's going to happen. If you were, guess what? You're going to love the fucking match. <laughs> right. Um, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be a good addition. Doesn't It can't go... It cannot go more than 15 minutes, though. Yeah. Um, like, it can't. So. I think it's going to. I'd say it probably gets at least 20 because. Wow. I really don't think it will. I don't think it should, but I I, I think you're underestimating. Uh, Triple H and what these guys was think only of about 14 minutes. Really? It felt like longer. Oh, we talked about this, uh, that at the time. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe they could do a lot. I just think Batista and Triple H, they. The you know the company thinks it's this is one of their big matches. This is the veterans. The veterans have to show the young guns how it's done, and they give them a bunch of time. Uh, hopefully, I'm wrong about that. Um, I I th- I kind of I like the everything that happened Monday with Batista. I like that he just said "kiss my ass, Hunter." I wish the video was a little bit more dramatized to make it feel like he had it produced, like like he had his Hollywood connections produce it kind of thing. Because it wasn't that at all. I guess that's just me wishing it was that when it wasn't clearly. 
Uh, yeah, I could see that. You know, because like, you know, I want him to lean on the Hollywood aspect of it. As far as Ric Flair, I really, I don't, I, I, I mean, I, I know you and I see Triple H a little bit differently. I could see him wanting this win without any help, just given the whole story of it. And also, I just, I think the Ric Flair thing wasn't intended to be an integral part of the story as much as it was a cheap way to get somebody who the fans were going to want to cheer booed in Batista, obviously. Yeah, I, yeah. That's so. I, so yeah, I don't expect Ric Flair, but I'm you know who knows. It would be a nice okay. moment just to pay that off. Like, hopefully Flair does show up. But that's what makes a wishful booking. Um, you say <laughs> Triple H too, right? Are you kidding, dude? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, he actually made me say it. Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Dude, um, yeah. This uh, the contract signing was great. Oh, master um, Bryan. I mean, it's amazing how much I loathed Brian as a baby face, but I love him as a heel. Well, he is speaks to you. Really talented. The fact that he yeah. did that to me. Well, I mean, speaks, he, to he, what, he, speaks to what you look for talented. because he took the words out of my mouth. He was always talented, but yeah. I, I, his baby face stick didn't work for me personally. I always thought he was a good wrestler. Yeah. That was always the thing, but he's phenomenal. It's harder to be a baby face in his defense, or at least so they say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you go try it. I can't. I'm a natural heel. Somehow that doesn't shock me. So... This has been a great build. It's crazy how this match happened. It wasn't supposed to happen. Vince, you know, decided to skyrocket Kofi Kingston, shockingly, and it worked. And it was very uh, haphazard to get there and very dramatic and a lot. Um, uh, We've discussed at length my whole idea of the New Day possibly turning either at Mania or next. Um, Again, them being right next to him in the ring. Not that I don't think they shouldn't have been there, but I just... I don't know. I still kind of am with that logic. I don't know exactly how it would go. I, last week, I kind of toyed with some ideas. Um, I do have to say, though, I, I think at first I had Daniel Bryan winning, but then I keep forgetting that Money in the Bank is the first pay-per-view after WrestleMania. So? So I could totally see Vince giving the title to Kofi Kingston to like pay it off. He won the title. And then someone cashing in on him fairly shortly after. Oh. Maybe even Daniel Bryan. No. Maybe. Don't do that. Because I think this could be a sustained feud after WrestleMania, and it should be. So regardless... Yeah, but it could already Daniel be Lincoln, without entangling and wasting, I think, the Money in the Bank briefcase on that. I also would think I'd be wasting it. Um, I just am thinking that pay-per-view happening after WrestleMania, I feel like the schedule change is for a reason. I, yeah, but they didn't even have these Kofi Kingston plans necessarily when the schedule change happened. Uh, right. But I think now it's something that if he was booking this on the fly, that maybe future plans also changed. Yeah, okay. So the contract signing was fucking awesome, obviously. The crowd was crazy. Daniel Bryan was sick. Honestly, I don't know if you noticed, Big E was fucking awesome. I mean, not, to, you know, Xavier's sick too, but like Big E was just hilarious to me, trying to get, like, keeping the crowd going. And Kofi Kingston yeah. was just fucking amazing, I thought. His promo was so good. He was, he was good. I, I didn't know if at one point, not that he lost what he was going to say, but maybe they were running out of time. Oh, I think it, he said, I, I thought he said just enough for me. Yeah. No, I know I did too. I just thought there was a moment where I was like, is this, is he something happening here? He was, when he was like making that like really mad face. Yeah. I think he was just um, getting intense about what he was mad, saying. Getting, getting mad probably. Right. Yeah. Well, but I liked it a lot. Um, I am going to go with Kofi. Um, I gotta say it though, Daniel Bryan's been so good as a heel and and carrying the title that I wouldn't be upset if he won. I don't know. I think because really my question is like between Seth, Becky, and Kofi, 
at least one of them has to not win. I think for me, I I really would prefer it if Kofi is not that person. So, so you want Kofi to win? So I want Kofi. I really, after that promo, I I really want Kofi to win. So you're okay with either Seth or Becky not winning? That's that means. That's right. We'll find okay, out when we get there. All right. The only problem with the contract signing segment, and the, this couldn't be helped by the talent involved. It was for me. It was a little hampered by the threat of what happened literally a month ago. The last time Kofi was in it, that's contract signing situation. Did that? Did that occur to you at all? Um. Remember when uh, he was literally no, about I, to I, sign I, the contract? I and yeah, of course I remember it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just I just didn't think they would do that. No, I didn't. I didn't either. But to me, it's still there's you know it's still fresh in our minds. I, there's that underlying thing. But well, I think I kind of like that that poetry almost that that it started with all this and now finally it's the wrestlemania that's not poetry that what the what those guys were doing in that ring during that contract signing was fucking awesome and i wish they had you know i'm not saying you don't but i wish they had more weeks less weeks of vince making the story about him and more weeks of kofi and daniel to do what they did uh tuesday night well right i just meant that this all started with the contract signing back then and now it ended with it so yeah no i get that it's almost full circle i don't know if that was intentional but i thought of that yeah, I guess. Probably I, I wasn't intentional. Worked against it for me. Yeah, we both thought of it, just worked it against it for me. <laughs> okay. Um, Universal Championship this past week on Raw. Uh, at the top of the hour, first hour, Brock and Seth had a confrontation. Seth was talking to Heyman. Brock and Seth get into it. Seth low blows him. Fuck yeah. Brock goes for an F5, and Rollins gives him a curb stomp. I was well, saying that this should have happened at some point. <laughs> um, of course, it has to happen the go-home show where everyone's talking about the... 50 50 booking right and who's standing tall and whatnot so that really uh if that was intentional to make us all fear seth not winning uh it worked because i'm very scared seth has been on the back burner he i think for vince rollins was always going to win the rumble was always going to face brock and probably was always going to beat brock until becky became uber over kofi randomly became uh, uber over and now rollins has been kind of put on the back burner well because i mean he's gonna back burn it down sorry go ahead I would say the fans are fickle, but also it, they haven't booked him. And not that they booked him badly, but he hasn't really done all that much after winning the Rumble to yeah. people to be that behind him outside of the fans that he already has, which are a lot of fans. And people want him to win, obviously. Um, of course. But I just don't think he's as much of a priority as he once was. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm really torn on, on my prediction. I obviously want Rollins... I wouldn't be surprised if Brock won. You can't. I'd be more. I think the likelihood of, of Brock winning is higher than the likelihood of Daniel Bryan winning. Okay. Um. I don't know. I, I. I'm not really sure. It's hard. It's. It's a hard one. I think with all those things I said that maybe Vince. I don't know. I don't know how that would affect Seth, but I feel like sometimes in his head all these things are combined, and um, I'm very worried about him. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. I mean, he's going up against uh, Brock Lesnar. So um, Seth is the one you're okay with not winning. It seems. Seth unfortunately is, and and I'll tell you, I'm I'm kind Oof. of fickle in that way because you've been against him since before the Royal Rumble. You never wanted this match. That. It's not even you didn't that. Think no. he was up to let me, par. Let me tell you, after this full thing, circle. dude, what did I text you about the first 15 minutes of Raw on Monday? That they were fucking epic, which even I said was a bit and of most of that. Bit. Most <laughs> of that, thank you. Yes, you did. Um, most of that was Seth Rollins. I thought this fucking promo was awesome. I'm I'm actually kind of fickle myself in that way seriously right up until the contract signing segment on tuesday i was thinking i wanted seth to win more than kofi because of how good seth did in this promo for me 
everything he said. You kind of talked through it quickly, but Paul Heyman was calling him an afterthought. The music cut him off. He got right in Brock's face. He said, you know, we don't, nobody wants you here. I'm going to beat you for that title at WrestleMania, and there's nothing you can do about it. And then Brock tried to brush him off, and he turned him around, and he kicked him right in the balls. And the reason I like that is because there was no reason not to. You know, the alternative yeah, I agree. by implication would have been for Seth to get his ass kicked, which no thanks. It would have been that wouldn't have been smart. What he did was very smart. And you could say that, oh, now he's at a disadvantage because he can't do that during the match. What I would say is what you the way you should be looking at it is Seth went into that confrontation Monday night with a plan. So why don't you think about that? Until yeah. Kofi, until Kofi cut that great promo Tuesday, and then sorry, Sethi. Yeah, no. See, I I don't I have an issue with Kofi becoming this like popular phenomenon, and then you know well, uh, did. Uh, the fans are all going along with it, and then it's all let's all cheer for Kofi. And dude, I, I love I think Kofi is more than deserving, but I I just think Seth has worked uh, not harder, but has been featured has put on consistently great performances the past year. Took over the top spot for Roman. Uh, everything he's in was gold, and, no. and I, I really hope that if Vince is like thinking it has to be either or, I, I can think of a lot more arguments for Seth over Kofi. Okay, but did you? I mean, Kofi's been around for longer. He's he's but I not mean, in the main event. He just hasn't been a main event guy. That, that just that's that's exactly right. Seth he has. hasn't been. But we're kind of coming back around to my my argument when Seth was gonna when it was clear Seth was probably winning the Rumble was that. Nobody was chomping at the bit for that right now. And 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 the thing that I like about this whole Kofi thing is it's organic. It's happening naturally. That's what that's what I didn't I don't think like. That means that's he what has I didn't to win. Like, but that's what I didn't like about Seth. It wasn't happening naturally. Roman Roman wasn't around and Vince had to settle on somebody and I hate to say it. But he wasn't like this. right in the main event scene. He was fighting for mid card titles. It wasn't like he was shoved down our throats. He was just working no, hard every he match. He wasn't, was but 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 I don't know. I just felt like it was Kofi, there's a natural thing happening here. Seth Rollins, it's more of a manufactured thing. And I hate to say that, bro. I'm telling you. I really don't feel that way. WrestleMania 31 was the time to go with Seth as a fucking face, but they took him for granted for three years. Doesn't give me any pleasure to say this, but this is what happened. So now, when WWE finally got around to saying, hey, maybe we should pull the trigger on Rollins, the fans had kind of moved on. And I'm not saying it's a permanent thing, but for right now, Seth winning the title and 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 the support behind him is a little bit more manufactured than Co- I mean I mean Co- Kofi is very organic what's happening and that that's what makes me like it a lot. Okay. I mean I like the Kofi thing. I just don't think I I don't think Seth should be affected in this. I, I and I really hope that he wins. And we're yeah. not even removing the fact that Seth was injured. He have he hasn't had a sustained title run uh, all of that and he waited this long and I don't know. Yeah, no, they shouldn't have waited this long. Is is what I'm saying. They shouldn't have yeah, waited this they, long. They shouldn't have. But like here they he, are. Like when he came back from injury and the fans were dying to cheer for him, and they turned him heel. That kind of stuff. A bunch of the stuff like that happened with Seth. That just tells me they were taking him for granted. And you know, by the time they pulled the trigger, it's just my opinion. I don't know. Maybe okay. Fair enough. But yeah, I think. But what's Brock's, your final prediction? I think Brock's gonna win. Okay. Sorry. Fair enough. Hey, I, I really I hate to do it, but. You know, Kofi, I just, I want Kofi to have his moment. And I, and by the way, I want New Day to not turn. I, I should have said that then, but I really hope that they get an extended run, no money in the bank cash and bullshit a month later, an extended run with his boys by his side. That's what I hope. Um, no, I mean, that would be fine. I just think, I just don't want Seth not to have those things either. I understand that. I understand. That's all. Yeah, he's had them. Um, are we, we're on to the big one now. We are on to the big one. Okay. Big one indeed. Crazy one so, going by Monday. Go ahead. The Raw Women's Championship 
Well, wow. Nope. The winner take all update women's championship and SmackDown women's championship. Um, Stephanie announced at the top of the show that both titles will be on the line in this match. Um, which I do have to say immediately throws the four horse women together out the window. Yeah. Gone. No. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So there's that. Yep. Um, right out the window. Okay. So there was a, a tag team match, uh, what Becky, did you what did you think oh, about besides the four horsewomen thing aspect of it? What did you think about this announcement? I mean, I think that I kind of expected it in a way. Yeah. I mean, we, we we heard that maybe whichever one you pinned, you would win that title. So I don't know if I was expecting them to hold both because also Money in the Bank comes into play then because someone can win the, the women's Money in the Bank and take a title off them real quickly. So there's that. Yeah. But is it one title? Is it both? Is it going to be unified? I don't think it'll be unified. Um, I don't either, but it raises it the question unnecessarily. It is an interesting wrinkle. I guess. For better or worse. I am intrigued uh, by how it... How it I, I don't think for worse. Uh, think of Oscar. Think of Oscar. Uh, yes, agreed. But I'm still intrigued to see how... How it plays out, I guess. It plays out after WrestleMania. Yeah, I am too. Um, it just seems like it's going to play out according to the seat of their pants on the day. That's the problem. And at the same time, keep in mind, you have so many men's titles, you're going to have three women holding the entirety of the titles for women on the main roster, which is weird. Didn't you Didn't you want Becky to have the same thing back when you were booking this near the Royal Rumble that Becky and Ronda would face one-on-one for both? It's the same concept. Yeah, champion versus champion. No. How many... Well, well I'm sorry. What title is Becky holding right now? Is it the same concept? Come on, man. Well, yeah, but the, all titles will still be tied up in two women. Yeah, but I mean, no, three, women, no, I had the no, three women. I was talking about champion versus champion, one person versus another person. This is two right. champions and a non-champion who will hopefully be the only champion when the smoke settles. Um, yeah, well, I wanted to buy my, my Charlotte Flair Miss WrestleMania shirt, but it wouldn't have come in time, so I'm going to get it at the show. So that'll be my shirt. <laughs> um, Good. Buy it on the way out. Maybe it'll be cheaper after she loses. So, yeah. Six-woman tag team match, Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte versus the Riot Squad. Um, I love the promos interpolated throughout the show. I thought they were all great, all three of them. Yeah, um, definitely. It really put emphasis on this match. Then you had the actual match, which went exactly as it should have. Um, I wasn't expecting Ronda to do that. I just thought they'd have a corny stare down to end it. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of played it up like they didn't really, you know, they they had us not really dwell on the fact like, oh, what happens after the match is over kind of thing. Like, we just, I just kind of was thinking nobody can fight anybody all night. Yeah, which I thought was kind of smart on their part to do it like that. Yeah. It, when, when Ronda went right after Charlotte, I was like, oh, okay then. Oh my God, um, yeah, that was awesome. That all, that all went down really great. Um, uh, okay, so obviously this was a batshit crazy segment. Um, yes. Insane. I... Well, overall, I loved it. That is not saying that it was illogical at times and campy and and just laughable at times. Um, Unfortunately, as a yes. collective whole, though, I, I really did enjoy it. I think that it really, again, it should have closed out the show because it would have been perfect to see those cop cars driving away and Raw goes off the air. Like that drums up so much interest for that match. I mean, I already think, think this segment drums up interest in yeah. general. Absolutely. I mean, I for could, better. Uh, yeah. I, w- I would say for better or worse. I, I think for better. If, if a casual fan is tuning in and watching that, whether they think it's dumb or not, I, I do think it increases interest to see these women in, in a ring together. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I'm. You know, I I know for me it does. Like I literally, it just it, I believe that they these three really don't like each other. Just yeah. The way that it all went down. I really like Ronda's takedowns seemed pretty legit after that. Yeah. Like, after the match in the ring. 
absolutely and, did. And talking they all about, looked great. Talking about legit. Also, those all, pretty a lot of the kicks to the knees specifically, and that fucking knee to the face in the back. Oh my god! That. And Charlotte did it in the ring to one of the police officers at first. You see that big boot in the ring? Yeah. Oh that my was, god, dude! Shit was going off. It was crazy. It was great. They all did. They all. Like if Vince said go out and make this one of the craziest women's segments ever, they accomplished that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so they're fighting in the ring, and then you know you have the issue with Vince not putting attention into it. The cops look and the outfits are really fake looking, and but you know what? I didn't think about that in the moment. Um, it, backstage, it got a little more like, okay, now we're getting out of hand here. With like, you know, I mean, they did the whole Dude. thing backstage with their hands tied. That to me is just talented and not easy. If you think about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that's a pretty crazy on live TV to be handcuffed and needing to do that. That's still, that's pretty, that's pretty, to me, you know. Yeah, to me, they were just doing whatever their characters could do to get at, you know, whoever they could get their hand, like, not their hands, actually. You know, like, yeah. kicking whatever, yeah, go ahead. It seemed, well, yeah, no, I, I totally agree, and I think it did seem believable. I mean, the, the main, I don't even want to call it an issue, because it was just a weird choice, is to have... When, when Rhonda got in the car, I don't know how she shifted the car if her hands were tied behind her back. And what was the point of hitting that car? She because she could. That's what I'm saying. Like even that was like because she could. At least that's what I think. Yeah. You know? In the moment, I was like, "What?" Like it was cool, but like I, I was like, "All right, like what?" Like he's driving the car to like do nothing, like, like just to hit the car in front of her. Like what does that do to the women? Yeah, she's not. She's not exactly. She's not thinking about it. She's trying to do something that did come off a little. And even the with Becky in the in the backseat oh of the car. God, that shot of them looking at each other though was fucking perfect. Before they start, yeah, kicking each other oh. was 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 really sick. Amazing. But it did also part of me felt like this is kind of just. I mean, the parts that we're talking about in general that were also could have come like, up. Why silly. are they both in the backseat of, of the same car if they hate each other? Oh, well, there's that. Talking about the cops being, like, not real cops. Like, obviously that. Like, that's like, dude, come on. No fucking... I mean, no smart police officer. Like, I, it just took those cops... It, it's kind of... I watched it a second time, and it was kind of funny the degree to which... Wow, it really took these cops a long time to come to grips with the fact that these three women are trying to hurt each other. They will literally do whatever they can to hurt each other. Like, it really, you know... Like when you get yeah. to the, after everything that happened in front, you get to the back. They put them in the same car. It's like really, guys. You you still haven't caught on to what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, um, I I I I thought it was insane. It was insane. It was insane. I I do worry a little bit that in parts it was like kind of unbecoming of. Some, oh, I said that already. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. Totally insane. And I'm surprised you didn't text me about it. I gave you credit. Oh, dude. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, no, I can't. Was I texting you at all Monday night? Because you were, but not. We talking about the open. Oh, and then I said I was in the movies, and then you stopped. Right, and I stopped. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't have about that anyway, just because like I don't want to something like that. Like no, you got to just I'm experience. Glad. Yeah, I'm glad I did. <laughs> um, which is the other thing why going on then I didn't mind because it was like it just seemed off the cuff. Because sometimes when things are in the last segment, it's like, well, of course it's going to be this crazy if it's the last thing we're seeing. But it kind of added to that. I said this before, but it was like yeah. a random, like, just kept, like, natural events were just happening. Yeah, um, definitely. It, it, it was great. I mean, I, I I think that they have to be careful now on Sunday that they book the match with that much intensity, which I think they will. Um, yeah. I think kendo sticks will be used to pay off Charlotte with the kendo stick. I think tables will be used. I, I do yeah. think they're, they're going to be going all out for this. 
I um, would imagine so, and I kind of I, I that's what I was going to say about about believing that they all hate each other. Like it kind of captivates me with the real looking takedowns from Ronda. Like just like. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I, I'm, I'm really captivated to see what this match actually is going to be. Yeah. And uh, they have a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. A lot of yeah. pressure. Um, well, I, you know, other than Becky Lynch winning at the end, I'm captivated to see what it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, I am too. I just think that the, it, it's a, it's money. This is, I mean, it's a monumental occurrence. I like how they've pushed the, the, the women's main event thing down her throat, but not like, not. For me, I'm excited for for the match. I don't. I'm like it's secondary almost that it's main eventing, but that's a really fucking big deal that it's main eventing. Yeah, like it a is, really yeah. big deal. Of course. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, it's huge. It's yeah, fucking awesome. Um, so, oh, about time. So I I I'm gonna say Becky Lynch. Not that that's a Smart crazy man. prediction. Yeah. Um, I mean, can I, you see it going any other way? I mean. If, if now that we know it's the last match on the card, no, I, I could see Vince doing something like a bullshit finish, but I don't think he'll end WrestleMania like that with like a double pin submission kind of thing, or like, oh um, I don't know, I or like it ends and there's a there's a you think it's going to be a draw and then someone comes out and it's like elimination or something. I don't know. It's already been overbooked at this point, so I'm not ruling out like I'm not expecting a straightforward triple threat match. I don't think. Definitely not a, a straightforward triple threat match. It's going to be fucking crazy. The only question is how crazy. And crazy how, actually. <laughs> um, I really think it, it could be incredible. Yeah. No, definitely. So, yeah, looking at this card, I, I, um, I'm, it's okay. I think Wade Keller was saying a similar thing. It, it's, it's a good Mania card. You know, we've had years where it's been Fandango, Chris Jericho, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of the last time I literally went <laughs> right. to that Mania. Um, but even other, you know, things that were just uh, every match has a semi big person in it, and I don't agree with maybe the way they got in the match or the card, but I, I think it's a pretty strong card. I guess booking was at, but WrestleMania 31 booking was at, and and the, and the show is pretty great. So I think it has a chance to be a really great WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Oh, uh, dude, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna have a great time, and it does have a chance to be a really great WrestleMania. But even from like a viewing perspective, I mean, I think as a fan, I'll enjoy it regardless. But I think even if I was watching at home, I, I really think there's a potential for a good show. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I it's just you know like f- I don't know for me like for us, it's just like kind of like turn off your brain and and overlook yeah basically what could have been so basically everything we talked about of today. course of course <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking, Wishful Mania. My name is Lee McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at MeUpTo11. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook and Twitter at Wishful Booking and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. What else? Please rate, review, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a wrestler. And uh, this is it, baby. This is it. Enjoy yourself, sir. Have a great time. Thank you very much. I will be reporting all my observations and findings and reactions. I'm sure you will. Well, post-reactions. Take lots of notes. Uh, I sure will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enjoy the show, guys. So long, guys. Happy Mania.